Welcome to episode 5 of Getting to Know You, a podcast series from students on the MA radio, audio and podcasting course at the University of Sunderland. My name is Ryan Pow and I'm from Dunfermline. My name's Kat and I'm from Sunderland. In this short series you'll be hearing from all of us as we get to know each other while we get to know the city in which we find ourselves. It's all new for us and perhaps for you as well, so let's get started. Are you quite finished? So I, we are on location at Harrington Park. I started that recording early, just to try and catch the sound of the swan's wings. We're here because we're doing a little tour, aren't we? Yeah, we're doing a little tour of Sunderland for two people who don't know a thing about Sunderland. Exactly. And I think we're just here because we've both been here before. I don't know, I like it, I think it's peaceful. However, I am on edge because as you can hear probably, there is a lot of swans, like a lot, like at least a hundred. Maybe an exaggeration. Potentially an exaggeration. Oh, okay. 60. Go for <laughs> 60. So, tell me a little bit about yourself. I'm born and bred in Sunderland, as little as my accent tells you that. I've lived around, one might say, the posh side of Sunderland. I've lived in Tunstall area and Ashbrook um, since I was born. And then, just very recently, last July, um, I moved across to Milburn, which is around the city centre more. I just moved in with my now husband, at the time fiancé. I was going to say, because the accent, you said yourself, you don't sound like a Markham. No. um, Where does it come from? We always like to blame it on my grandparents sitting us down in front of Countdown as children, um, me and my sister. My sister lost the posh accent a lot earlier than I did, as you can obviously hear. I have not lost the accent, but it does dilute sometimes. Um, my sister is more of a Mackham than I am. <laughs> did the counting thing help with just the accent, or did it help with how you wanted to progress when you were at school and that? Ooh, I'd never thought about that. Quite possibly, yeah, because both my sister and I have always had really good grades and been academic people. Like, we've both gone to uni, she studied engineering and... I studied music at Durham, and then, well, I'm here, doing the radio at Sunderland. What made you want to do the radio side of it? I think it was just trying to work out, um, I mean, for a while I wanted to be a music psychologist, music therapist specifically, and then when I finished my undergrad, I kind of looked at it and I was like, where are the music therapy degrees? And they were all quite a way away. And I was like, okay, cool what else can I do with my life then? And the first thing that interested me was the radio degree. It's like, yeah, this will be really cool. Because um, I have social anxiety myself. So as well, doing a radio, a speaking degree, I thought that would help me get out of my shell a bit more, get used to talking to people and chatting. What about yourself? What brought you to Sunderland? Do you know what? I worked since I left school and I was in, worked in care homes, I worked security, I worked everything. I got to 27 and I was like, I hate what I'm doing. And then I was like, I want to get involved in music some way. However, I can't play, I can't sing. However, I've got so much useless knowledge in my head about it. I was like, eh, I'll go and do radio. So then up in Fife, where I'm from, we've got a partnership with the uni here. Mm-hmm. So that was the next progression after my first two years there was to go down here or come down here even and spark. We were told has the best facilities and that's not me just bigging it up. So if you're going to go, you need to go and practice at the best. And I've loved it. Like uni, I thought, I'm not clever enough for this. Being honest, I'm like, I'm pretty dense. And then 
the spark side of it is where I think I've excelled more. But I somehow got through, got my degree, still don't know how I've done that. Yeah, and then I'm going to throw him under the bus here, Cammy suggested that I do the Masters and I was like, no. He's like, oh no, we're signing up. So he signed up. So I signed up and I was like, oh, this is a bad idea. <laughs> and now it's started, sort of, I think. I think we can say we've started now. Yeah, I think There's so. assignments due, so yes. we've definitely started now. <laughs> so that's how I ended up here. Being from Sunderland, how have you not explored it? I think it's just that matter of I'm from here, so I've never really thought about it kind of thing. Like, I'm a theatre person myself, basically, when I was younger and still since the pandemic has finished i basically doing rehearsals every night and during the day being at school or at uni or at work so it's just more of a like i've been too busy to look at my own town which is really weird but like um the last time i think that i was here at harrington country park was probably when i was about 12 at most we did a sponsored walk so we did like basically a lap of Harrington Country Park and I think that's the last time that I was here until last year when my husband was doing a thing for his performing arts degree where they had to do an on location piece of work and so that's what how does time work that's like eight years that I just haven't thought about coming here I was going to say, like, I've been here a couple of times, I think, and it was literally just to go for a walk. And I think there's the standing stones right up the top. Yeah. Which was interesting because I came with the boys, the lads, and we thought, we're not walking all the way around. So then we're trying to climb through trees and that, and it was just not pleasant. <laughs> However, the bonus was, it was the middle of summer, so the ice cream van was here. Oh, so, yes. We love the ice cream van being around. What are you hoping to achieve from doing the Masters? really sure to be honest I think I mentioned earlier that like the reason I kind of came to do it was to do with helping my social anxiety and that kind of stuff obviously that's an important thing because you know mental health and all that I think maybe a career money's always helpful (laughs) but I guess on the mental health train maybe like being able to put something of my experience out there so that like other people know that it's not just them. Like even if I am just babbling on about anything and everything, then it's kind of, they might know that not just how my brain works, it's not just me being broken. There are other people who go through that as well. So we're now back in the car and discovered we're both big geeks. We both like Pokemon and we both play Pokemon Go. And this came about because I have a Pikachu sticker on my boot of the car. And when we got on that, because I was like, oh, your wing mirror has a winking cat. And you've also got Cinderella, Marie. Marie. She's like my favourite character ever. Aristocats. Is it Toulouse? What's the wee ginger one? Yeah, Toulouse. Toulouse. I like him. Just as a bit where he's trying to be big and scary and he just puffs up and goes... Yeah. I'm like, that was definitely me as a child. (laughs) We ginger thing thinking it was scary. (laughs) I've got Cinderella, I've got a small Marie stuffed toy, I've also got Mulan on this side. I've got my cats on the wing mirrors, I've got Pikachu on the back. There is a stitch on the back window that you can kind of see. It says back off and he stitched you in scary hands. Um, We have a mummy on the back left hand side window which got put there last Halloween and hasn't moved since. <laughs> Do you know what? The dead people for breaking in. Yes. 
And we've got the nodding pumpkin cap. Yeah, she also appeared last Halloween. I, I gathered that was a Halloween theme <laughs> there with the, with the pumpkin. And there is, we're all mad here with, I think, a Alice Mad Hatter's hat, yes, on the petrol tank thing. Uh-huh. We spoke that much on the way here. Yeah. We've probably missed good content. I think that at least most of the things that we said on the way here we did then repeat down there. Uh, yes. We've got a back around soon. I'm just hoping the wind didn't get in the way. Yeah. Well, we did try and go somewhere that there will be less wind, but some idiot was cutting the grass. Yes. <laughs> I know, I imagine on a Thursday morning doing your job that you're paid to do. How very it's terrible. <laughs> so, th- is this still class the Sunderland? I think so. I think because it's quite technically a bit it's Pensha. Like, that's that's the subcategory. Uh, but it's not, re- it's not really Chesterley Street, and it's not really Sunderland. No. But I always, I always think of it as, as Sunderland. Look at these stairs up to that monument. Oh, I couldn't. I couldn't no I chance. Couldn't. What do you mean you couldn't? You I suggested that. <laughs> no, I didn't. Well, You're I did, but words. I didn't. You did. Pensure Monument or Harrington Park is the message you sent. Was it not? Yes, I suppose. So well, I, I suggested it as in we're going to the area of Pensure oh. Monument rather than... I'm terrified of heights, I'm not going up no, there. No, same. <laughs> every year they have like an Easter egg rolling competition. Kids from the area will decorate an Easter egg of some kind and then roll it down the hill. Don't know what the competition about that is, but I've never done it myself oh, because heights. <laughs> yes. What's the other one you get like that? Is it not a cheese roll one thing? You should have seen it on YouTube. People roll up walkie cheese and then run down after them. There's also like the Yorkshire pudding throwing somewhere. Really? Yeah. Why would you waste the Yorkshire pudding with throwing it? I don't know. There is somewhere around that does a Yorkshire pudding wrap. Oh. So it's like a carvery, but wrapped in Yorkshire pudding. Oh, still part of number right? So where are we now? I recognise this bit actually. Oh, but No, we're not. I was going to say we're by the Toby Carver, aren't we? But we're not. Really? I'm at the wrong garage. Grindon, this area, I think. <laughs> You're the tour guide. I drive through this area like every day and I don't know what it's called. <laughs> well, pallions yes, to the pallions left. to that side. I don't know my left from the my right. The co-ops to the right. I'd noticed that when you were saying something earlier, you put your finger out yeah. like the L shape. And I've just seen Humbledon and I was like, ooh, look at a chippy they offered for Humbledon. Yes, oh, the Humbledon chippy is oh, so nice. Brilliant. We always used to go there. I would always get fish bites. Uh, smoked sausage. They also do a battered Mars bar up there, which is a little bit of home for me. I've seen it a lot, but it's never something I've tried. I've gone on autopilot. <laughs> are we going to your house? Yes, we are. We're going to my parents' house. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite bad when the tour guide doesn't know where she's going. <laughs> Maybe going on the tour bus might have been the safer option. <laughs> At least I know how to get to where we're going from here. So that is the nunnery that during lockdown there was like the singing nuns when they were when they were doing the Thursday clap. See, I there was don't like, know if I was down here for that. There was like a whole thing, at least on local news and stuff, about the singing nuns. Aha. Uh-huh. I know where we are now. I work there. That's P's and Q's. That's where I do the doors. Mm. That's the easiest shift I've ever stand there. I keep getting dragged, but I'm not a clobber. I prefer sitting in a nice pub with a jukebox and just chill. Mm. But then I've got all the young ones that I live with. Yeah. Like, I think the closest to my age is Cammy at 23, so they're all younger and they like to party. 
And I'm like, oh, please stop. I'm getting old, I'm frail. I can't keep doing this. <laughs> the hangovers do not settle. But town's all, it's okay. See, this is where I get to talk. This is my strong point. The pubs in town. It's what... It's what I expect from Sunderland, from what I've... My perception of Sunderland was. It just seems... There's some nice pubs, there's some new pubs. But then, for me, there's the old dirty pubs, you know, where your feet are sticking to the floor. That's the pubs I like. I like... I like a dive bar kind of thing. I like the rough vibe. So there's a few of them. But it is what it is, eh? it's a student town. And then over the summer, obviously, when I was living here, you just seen the difference. It's like the pubs were quiet. You definitely need the students to live here. Thanks for listening to this episode of Getting to Know You. It was produced by Kat and Ryan at the University of Sunderland. Our music is from Upbeat.io and you can find more episodes at gettingtoknowyou.sounder.fm. Listener.